Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hi. Hey. Welcome. What is this? This is Star Trek, The Next Conversation. Oh my god, it is not. This is um, what's a, a Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Episode 17? 17. Oh boy, oh boy. If this show was a baby, I'd be worried about it going off to college next year. <laughs> what? It'd be 17. Oh, I thought you meant like 17, like a fetus would be 17 weeks? No, not what I meant. Okay. I don't care for that kind of uh, thinking got it honey it's yeah been quite a week we've had uh, a lot of uh, you know hubbub happening about <laughs> what kind of hubbub you know facebook group hubbubs oh yeah we did have some facebook group hubbubs guys facebook group is not where you're supposed to complain about the show it's where you're supposed to talk to each other about what you're going through that's all if you want to talk or complain or Say yes. If you have any questions or comments about the show itself, you're welcome to email those to us. 
at, at Dory and Matt at Gmail or Matt and Dory at Gmail dot com. Uh, and we'll get we'll answer those in full fun sentences and or read up on the show. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, I, I don't want to give the impression that we are not open to criticism or critique. I'm open to everything. Um, I've been through it all, kids. That is true. I've been through every form of internet criticism known to man. Um, but, you know, I was really hoping that the Facebook group would be a positive place yeah. and it I've, I've noticed some nitpicking creeping in nitpicking about the show or in general about like i heard you guys use this word wrong ah and yeah hit the hit it up hit, hit us up with that don't love don't that bother everybody else with it <laughs> yeah if you think we're using a word lo- wrong like um plantishitis that's a word right what i don't know maybe we used it wrong tell us yeah. in an email matt and dory at gmail why can't I talk? Because you're really tired. Pretty tired. Um, but, yeah. I mean, we don't... Honestly, you want to con- criticize us, tell us. Don't bother other people with it. We'll read it on the air. Believe me, we will. I've read plenty. <laughs> um, now that that's out of the way. Oof. I'm Matt. My sperm's dumb. I'm Dory. My eggs are old. And we're back. Yep. For here... We're here to... Uh, just get with the program. All that's been happening this week is Dory just keeps getting refunds for health insurance stuff, and it excites her. Guys, my new health insurance, I, you know, I, I, I don't want to jinx it, but... <laughs> just jinx it. I, my new health insurance, which I should I should say, I've, I've said, is uh, double the price of my old health insurance. Two times. But the reimbursements are so much better for out of network stuff. And there was only, there was a zero deductible for in network Mm -hmm. zero and $500 deductible for out of network, which I fulfilled the first time I went to CFP on January 6th. So I, it's just great. I am really pleased. I'm so glad that you're, just having a great time with this new insurance of yours. I also was like, like the first time I filled out the reimbursement, like for my therapist, for example, my mm-hmm. old insurance, you could do it all online. You could just like fill out this form online and it went in automatically. And this one, you have to like print out this form and fill it in. And there was all this stuff in duplicate. And I was like, ugh, they're going to like reject this because I filled out like field 12 D wrong. It's a big one. You can't fill that one out wrong. Yeah. And, uh, but no, I, 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 I got a, I've got, I've gotten a couple checks in the mail. It's like the best, it's the best. <laughs> she loves it. She I gets really excited it. about it. <laughs> then she starts opening my checks. She's just a check machine. Um, but you know what has not happened this week? You have not gotten your period. Correct. Yep. And I'm getting, I'm like, you know what? I don't think this, I don't know if this cycle's going to happen. What do you mean? Well, my, how, how often have you missed a period? Rarely, but I think it got fucked up from the estrogen and the Provera that I was on. Yeah. So I think I just got pushed back, and now I'm like, when the hell is it coming? And my acupuncturist let it slip that Dr. Beck is going out of town on Wednesday for a week. Okay. So she was like, <laughs> let it slip. She was like, oh, maybe you'd have to see your old doctor. Ha ha ha. And I was like, is that funny? Uh, that would be really something. I feel like Ringler, Ringler is already so awkward that yeah. 
it would it wouldn't be any more awkward. Than I agree. It normally, and you know what? He's a professional. Like this has has to happen all the time. Yeah. Um. Uh, you also might end up with Mars again. Or I something. might end up with Mars, and there's a third guy, who I mean, yeah, there's a third guy whose name I don't even know. Um. Yeah. I'm, and I was like, you know what? If we have to, I don't know. I I I really hope it comes soon. It's starting to be like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. I got my period on January 5th. Today is February 12th. Mm. Only a week late, right? Yeah, but like, mm. it's just it's like any other time I'd be like, great, not getting my period. Like mm-hmm. now I'm like, oh my God, when am I getting my period? Um, who knows? <laughs> Not I, apparently. I, I, I am the last person to know. Uh, yeah, well, we're waiting on that. I, um, I'm do. I'm taking drugs, trying not to smoke. Yeah, I feel like you've been a lot better. Um, yeah. We'll see. Trying everything we can. You started working out again. I've started working out again in my in my office. Just you know. Guys, I signed up for Beachbody.com on demand. I got you know, I got an Instagram ad for Beachbody the of course other day. You did. It knows that we searched for it. I was like, are they spying on us? Yes, they are. That's the answer to that question. Yeah. They know where we're Do you searching. like it? What do you like about it? Uh I like that I can do it in the office and that it takes thirty minutes and that it's not you know, because like if I went to go do a forty minute workout at the gym, mm-hmm. it would really be like a full hour of my time. By the time you get to the gym, get to the gym, the gym, yip yap with whoever the fuck I'm talking to at the time. Right. Roll back, you know. You know, if I'm going to Gold's, it's like, where do I find parking? Where am I going to park? Right. If I'm riding my bike there, I got to find a place to do that. I got to lock it up. It's a whole thing. But you know who would not agree with you? Who? My Bo? dad. Your dad. Oh, he loves a 40 hour gym. Session. He loves. Oh my God. I remember when I, I told Matt that my dad likes to stay at the gym for three hours mm-hmm. and I don't think Matt totally believed me. It's an unreasonable it amount seemed, of time for someone to be in the gym. It seems insane. And we all went to the gym together and after like an hour and a half, my dad showed no signs of stopping, but then Matt felt like he had to stay. So I kept going. <laughs> and then my dad introduced him as his future son-in-law to yep. Bob. Bob. Good old Bob. This at was the, before we were engaged. <laughs> at the at the Boston Sports Club in uh, Newton. Yep. Right? Is that where it is? It's either Newton or Needham. I never... It's I one of those two. Yeah. It's in an industrial park area. And it makes no sense that they go to that gym. But he's never going to not go to that gym. It's far from their house. doesn't matter if he moved to like Medford. He'd still go to that gym. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Um, that actually reminds me, a couple of people have been asking recently, before we officially get to the emails and voicemails and stuff. Yeah. Um, we actually have a couple of people asking like how we met and wanting to like know that story. Is that real? People don't know that? Yeah, I thought I thought we had talked about I feel it. Like we talked about that. I thought we talked about it on the first episode. Maybe we didn't. Uh we met on Tinder. Yep. Right, buckle up. It's a fun story. <laughs> we swiped right. <laughs> <laughs> um no, I had been I'd been doing online dating for off and on for since I moved to LA. 
mm. for like a year. Yeah. And I'd just been off of it for like six weeks because I was like, ugh, enough. I'd gone out with a guy who played in a for a, like a pretty famous musician in his touring band and he could like never hang out and I was like why am I trying to hang out with this person who I don't even really like but like that's it seems like when you're dating you're supposed to like make a huge effort and then my friend was like let's not do this for a while and we didn't and then I went back on and I met Matt similar story for me no not no. at all I uh tried on my dating for a couple of days met Dory I just feel like men have it so much easier. Uh, you know, I mean, I've been through some stuff. I had a uh, girlfriend live with me for two years, broke up. Then I was like, you know, bouncing around for six months like a like a like a cool dude. <laughs> and uh, what what Matt means is settle down, sledding around. Well. Sledding. I was sledding everywhere. Um, <laughs> tobogganing, if you will. Uh, yeah, but I got, you know, I got tired of that quickly and then sort that of is wanted just now to... That, like, knowing you, that is just not your personality. No. At all. But let me tell you, I was out all the time. Wow. And, um, yeah, he needed to settle down, so our... My friend Allie, our friend Allie, um, ran into her at the Grove one evening, and I was like telling her how tired I was. With we were, with, I was with Jen. Uh huh. Um, ran into Allie randomly. Usually, I'm at the Grove with Allie, <laughs> but we ran into her, and I was like explaining how uh, I was like, "Man, I'm done. I'm just not feeling this whole dating thing." Allie's like, you should try Tinder. I'm like, why? You don't seem to enjoy it. She's like, I know, but you should have to go through the misery <laughs> with me. I was like, okay, I'll try it for two days. And then I matched with uh, five people the first day and then only messaged you, Dory. Mm-hmm. Not you, the audience. Um, and he said in his message, I've never done this before. And I like, true story. internally rolled my eyes and was like, Ugh, what a line. I'm supposed to like feel like, oh, this guy's never done this before. But then it turned out he really had never done this before. And I am. I felt m- like a dumb dumb. Many things. I'm not a liar. No, he's not a liar. But I didn't know you yeah, at the time. That's true. But you could Google me. And it probably says, man, I are not a liar. It doesn't say that. But I'm pretty sure I did Google you because on your Tinder profile, which was you said I'm Matt, Matthew Myra on all or Matt Myra on all social media. That's true. <laughs> Again, like, hmm. true statement. Yeah. Also, you worked with a couple of friends of mine. Yeah. So we went out. We went to Little Bar. Very on La Brea. quickly fell in love. Yep. And then decided to um, not spend a night apart until God knows when. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you went to New York, but then I went to New York. The following weekend. Yep. Um, yeah. And we have, uh, you know, I, I I think since we, since our second or third date, we had not uh, been in the same city and spent a night apart. That is true. That is true. Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. Never thought about it that way. Well, think about it. I'm thinking now. Boy, now I'm thinking. But you regret all those nights you could have been out. Cavorting? I don't know. Gallivanting? <laughs> what are you looking at? All those guitars I sold that are on the my screensaver. Oh, that's weird. Oh, hey guys. Um, oh, another exciting thing that happened this week. I got a pill organizer. <laughs> we are the coolest kids on the planet. Dory got a pill organizer from Amazon. It's like different colors. Yeah, Monday, days Tuesday, of the Wednesday, week. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all on there. It has three different compartments morning, noon, and bedtime. Okay. Which is good because I, I there are a couple um like things I'm supposed to take in the afternoon and those are the ones I usually forget. But don't, I mean, don't you have to have this thing with you for you to remember? No, you, it ta- you can take each one, each little one with you. Oh, it's like I did some research. Okay, I'm sure you did, and and that's what we got. I had some parameters that I needed for my pill container. Dory loves organizing and planning, which is why IVF draw drives her insane. Yeah, I'm not. I should clarify though. I'm not the. I'm not like the neatest person. No, like I'm cluttered. Yes. But you like to have a calendar? I do. Which is why I was floored, pleasantly floored, when Matt, of his own volition, purchased a whiteboard calendar and put it up in the kitchen. I was like, here's our calendar. We can put stuff on it. And I was like, what? Yeah. It It blew my mind. What it was really for was for me to remember my P9D workouts. But it had a side benefit of us being able to write down when we're out of town or, you know, when Dory's out at dinner or whatever. It's great. Yeah. She loves it. I love it. She loves an organization. It was like the best gift you could have given me. That was my Valentine's Day gift to you. Oh, thank you, honey. That and the pill organizer. (gasps) That I bought myself? Well, (laughs) yes. Okay. Thank you. Cool. Um... Yeah, so that 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 was that was an exciting thing that happened this week. <laughs> uh, Honey, yeah. it's the little things. Yeah, no, I get it. Um I had no, I had nothing that exciting. Ter- I had a terrible anxiety dream and then What was it? It was uh Thursday night. To Wednesday night into Thursday. What was the dream? Uh, I described it to my therapist. It looked like a it looked like a seventeenth century etching you'd find in a book. That uh, was dark. There was dark woods and light. And I was in the light and in the dark woods. And then someone I don't know who it was was telling me that the uh, demons, the hell demons, had escaped. Oh no! But they could only they could only survive in the dark and. Uh, I was standing in the light and it was getting dark. That is like... And then I woke up. And then I went to therapy. That is... Uh, 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 that That is like the most on-the-nose metaphor I've ever heard. What do you mean? Like, it was a dream. I know, but it's like your subconscious is not being subtle. No. It's like, <laughs> buddy, cool it. You're, yeah. <laughs> you're like... Yeah, I'm, I have such... I have crazy anxiety. What does your therapist say about that? 
What does he say about your like a dream like that? When you tell him you have that dream, what's his response? Uh, pretty much that. He's like, well, it's pretty on the nose. <laughs> He's like, let me consult my book. Nope, it's anxiety. Wait, he really consulted a book? No, he pretended to. Oh. Because of how ridiculously <laughs> oh, I see. on the nose oh, the dream was. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I have, I have a lot of anxiety. I have anxiety about taxes that are coming up. So much... It's not fun. Nothing's fun. Do I have it next week? It's the week after. All right. So I have this weekend to get everything organized. Luckily, I mean, we're way ahead of the game where we were last year. Yeah. Last year, I hadn't touched my QuickBooks at all. This year, I've done about seven months of it. That's good. So. Seven months more than you did last year. Yeah. So anyway. I wish Bo was a write-off. Bo is a write-off because we do that podcast about Bo. Oh. We don't actually do a if podcast you, about if Bo. Your dog don't is try a, to listen to the... You know what, though? If your dog is a therapy dog, it's probably a medical write-off. Yeah, our dog's not a therapy dog. Though. I know. He'd be such a bad therapy dog. Yes, he would be. But he's such a great dog. We love you, Bo. He doesn't care right now. No, he doesn't. Sleeping he's sleeping on the couch. Well, do you want to get... Oh, what's the other thing we're supposed to do? These bullet points you have at the top of this email where I'm supposed to remind people about leaving ratings and reviews on iTunes? Yeah. Should I do that now? Yeah, why don't you do that now since we just talked about it? Guys, a couple things. We moved our iTunes category to kids and family, and it might not have taken yet. So we're probably still in health when you're listening to this, but we would appreciate it if you would rate and review us. It helps uh, in the iTunes charts and rankings and you know we're growing and more and more people are listening to us but it also feels like i feel like i you know all the promotion i've done on nerdist and gilmore guys if you're still with us you're with us not getting any more of you people yeah well i should say those people because you people are here (laughs) um so yeah if you could tell a friend about us that'd be great um it just would really help us I, I feel like we should read what might be my favorite email we've ever gotten because it relates to what you just talked about. Okay. I'm going to read it first. Okay. Okay. Hello, Matt and Dory. This is from Julie. Oh, all right. This is, I don't have this one. No, though. you do. It's just, it's farther down. Cause right. I didn't think She's we were going to, I guys. didn't think we were going to read it in the beginning, but since you just mentioned iTunes, I was like, you know what? Let's, let's read this email. All right. Mailbag. Mailbag. Um, okay. Hello, Matt and Dory. I love your podcast and have binge listening to all the episodes during my hour and a half commute to and from work each day. Pittsburgh public transportation for the win. Mm-hmm. Since you've been talking about changing your iTunes category, and I just wanted to tell you how I stumbled on your podcast. Oh, this is interesting. Should I not have changed it? My husband and I are budding homesteaders. We were doing a lot of research on chickens and ducks. Uh huh. In addition to reading, we listened to chicken-related podcasts. Oh, fuck. You found us by the word egg. Thinking I would cast a wide net, my genius move was to type an egg into Podcast Addict on my Kindle Fire. <laughs> I saw the little rubber ducky and excellent adventure and thought, hey, I bet they talk about raising ducks for duck eggs. Count me in. Oh, man. I wish we did. (laughs) 
Well, I was quickly disabused of my hope for learning about ducks, but I couldn't be happier. <laughs> Although my husband and I do not want children, I've thoroughly enjoyed your podcast. Thank you for honestly sharing your journey. Sincerely, Julie. Julie, you're welcome. Thanks for finding us by searching for eggs. Egg. <laughs> Thinking we were podcasts about ducks. <laughs> I mean, I guess it makes sense. If she's listening to other podcasts about homesteading and raising uh, fowl, then... Yes. I guess it would make sense. I love that, though. Yeah. That was great. Also, I didn't know that there were chicken-related podcasts. Although, yeah. I guess, of there's course, a podcast there's a for podcast everything. for everything. For, literally for everything. Yeah. Um, so, I'll read the first email. The second email now. Now that Dory has done that. Uh, this is from Sandal. Don't remember which episode, but... There was a 22-year-old virgin that wrote in. Oh, and I have a little bit of hope for him. My husband was too nervous to talk to women until he was 23. We met through an online dating, and he messaged me with a story about uh, how he used the Prime Directive as an argument in his political philosophy class after seeing a TNG reference on my profile. Guys, the Prime Directive. For those of you who don't know what the Prime Directive is. Uh, Me. Think of it as the Constitution of Starfleet. Oh. Yeah. Uh, we quickly knew that our mutual weirdness worked uh, with each other and we got married three months ago. So Matt and Dory, do you have any advice for some newlyweds? We're also young, mid-late 20s, don't want kids. So I get that. And follow up to that, follow up to nothing in general, follow up to this email, I guess, is he said he ordered a genetic testing for Bo but never said what he was. Come on, <laughs> you're holding out on us. Is he Rhodesian Ridgeback? Why don't you get to the last one first? Um, according to Wisdom Panel, which yeah. is basically 23andMe for dogs, yep. although it doesn't show you their relatives, that would be crazy. It would be crazy. Um, he is 0% Rhodesian Ridgeback. Can you believe that, everybody? I have challenged these results in my head. It It is <laughs> stunning that he's not any Rhodesian Ridgeback. It makes no sense. really doesn't. We think that our... Our our saliva sample got mixed up with someone else's. Yeah, I really do think so. I know everyone <laughs> says that, but I do think so because here's what they said he he's was. He's everything. He's twenty five percent pit bull, which like I, I'm sure he probably yeah, is sure. because most rescues are. Your mother or father was a half pit bull. Yeah, and then he is one eighth collie, bulldog, chow chow, mm. uh, Rottweiler. Yep. Um, one eighth like unidentified mix. Uh huh. And then I think that's it because the other. Oh no, I'm missing an eighth. I feel like there's like a terrier in there, or some other small animal. Anyway, it's a lot of dogs that you'd go. None of these look like Bo. Like, I don't understand. Literally, not none of them. How this coloring happened? How his size happened? It's really interesting. Um, wait, I'm pulling up his. Um, I'm pulling up his uh, info here. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like you know uh, stripes on the top of it. it's like oh hey look at me i'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person they've got those too and they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff you know if for all you frill seekers out there folks all i'm saying is you heard me talk about bombas for years now i don't know why you haven't done anything about it get comfy this spring and give back with bombas Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Wait, where are my test kits? Here we go. Oh boy, here we go. Okay. Oh yeah, here we go. Oh, St. Bernard. (laughs) Right. (laughs) That was the other one. St. Bernard. Oh, Bo. Breed list. American Staffordshire Terrier, American Bulldog, Chow Chow, Collie, Rottweiler, St. Bernard, and Mix. Yeah. I just don't buy it. I don't buy it either. But it is what it says, and I'm not going to argue with science. We're a podcast that believes in science. I'm arguing with science. Well, that's what we think, Sandel. Uh, Advice for newlyweds. Hmm. You get what you give. That's pretty good. That's my advice. Um, I would say 
talk things out. Yeah, talking is important. We do it on this podcast. So. Yeah. Sometimes I'm bad at not... Sometimes I let things stay inside. I try to be better about that. You do? Sometimes. I feel like I've gotten better, but I'm... What do you let stay inside? Nothing at the moment. Mm. Interesting. Also, sometimes my... Like, if we're... If we, we don't fight that much, but it, when we do fight, sometimes my inclination is just to be like, Bye! And like stomp out the door. Right, which I don't allow you to do. Which you don't, yeah, which is good that you don't let me do that. Yeah. I don't, I mean, it's pointless. Like I, I don't know if she notices, but I try to diffuse all of our arguments. He does. He's, and he succeeds like probably 75% of the time. Yeah, I just like, there's no. Matt is much more We'll get to a, we'll get to a place where we will hear each other and then we will not have to be mad because i you know i've been furious and you know my inclination is to yell but also when we're in the midst of arguing i think i don't know where i got this from but i just think of like well i think i think before i speak and i think will this escalate or de-escalate the argument and i if it's going to escalate the argument i don't say it Matt is so much better at this than I am. Yeah. I go from zero to a hundred. And I don't, quick. I don't, you know, and I, I'm a firm believer and you never, never go to, go to bed angry. And you know, it was like a two, it was like a week ago you were leaving the house. I forget. I don't even remember what our argument was about. And you were leaving to go to yoga or something. And you were just going to walk out the door. And I was like, I was like, don't walk out of the door without saying anything. What if this is the last time we see each other? Did you say that? I did. I remember you saying, don't walk out the door. Yeah, I was like, don't walk out the door like that. And I was like, fine. And then you sat back down and I was like, well, what's the matter? And, and then we talked and then you went out about your merry way. Yeah. That's I like true. to have every, every exchange in and out of the house a good one. That's so nice. You guys, Matt's so nice. I'm not saying this to for people to think I'm nice. I'm just giving advice. I know. I get very emotional. Yeah, I know I, you I'm do. I'm a very emotional person. I'm a very quiet person. I know. Uh, you know, if there was a slot machine in my bedroom or in my office, I don't think I'd ever leave it. Hmm. But we're married. I know. You can walk through the office anytime you want. <laughs> Get two sets of doors. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to read this next email. Yep. It's from Whitney. Um, hi, Matt and Dory. Uh, I recently discovered your podcast and listen while nursing my six week old baby girl conceived via IVF. Nice Sweet. job. It's really great. I definitely wish I would have had this podcast to listen to when I was going through IVF. So please keep up the great work. I wanted to let your listeners know about the program we used as it's quite helpful financially. My husband and I live in Washington, DC and our IVF facility, Shady Grove Fertility has a program called shared risk. Usually an IVF cycle costs $10,000 plus the cost of medicine. However, with shared risk, you pay $20,000 and you get six rounds of IVF. If at the end of the six rounds you don't have a baby, you get your $20,000 back. Each round includes as many transfers as you can do based on how many viable embryos you have produced. So if your first round produces five viable embryos, you get five transfers free before moving on to round two. It doesn't include the cost of medicine, which is still a large expense, but it does relieve a large financial burden if you have to have more than two rounds of IVF. 
and it really makes you feel like you'll get a baby at the end of this journey because why else would there be a money-back guarantee? The two-week waiting period after the transfer is the worst. I tried to keep myself busy, but there really is nothing you can do that fully takes your mind off things. I mostly watch Fixer Upper around the clock. Mm. I wish you all the best and hope this next round does the trick. Did you look into this thing? Shared risk? Well, it sounds like quite a bargain. Shady Grove is in D.C. Uh Uh-huh. You want us to go to D.C. to do IVF? No, it sounds like their program might be available in other places. Oh. Did you ever even look into that? No. (laughs) And now I think it's too late. Did you ever look into that? Well, I didn't know about it until just now. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't either. Well, you got the email first. I did, but I felt like not that long ago. Not long enough ago that the $40,000 we've already spent would be... (laughs) Well, Got I mean, on. who knows? Maybe we need it. Maybe god. there's six more rounds in us. Oh god, please no. Uh Yeah, seems like there's some places in California that do it. Georgia. Um Shady Grove is the top answer. Is the top Shady uh, Grove has great SEO because I've googled other IVF related things and Shady Grove's um site comes up first. Uh, if we want to go to Davis for IVF, that's far. That's near like Sacramento. They have shared risk. I guess. I guess it makes sense because some people only need one round, and then they've paid twenty thousand dollars for something that would cost ten. This is always a house advantage. Uh, that's something very interesting, and it's uh, there's an NPR story about it from September of two thousand fourteen. Oh, interesting. Uh, definitely something to think about yeah and if you live in dc it sounds like this is a great option um let's play some voicemails all right how do you feel about that i feel like it's a great time to do that okay great here's our first one i don't believe you honey um why isn't anything playing i don't know you tell me well it says it's playing is it though oh you know what it is but it's not because i don't have those microphones on so what you're gonna do is hit play again Uh uh-huh and then i'm gonna hit this but i'm gonna actually have to stop this and then turn that on okay hi dorian matt this is your sister karen calling from austin texas we were listening to the podcast and heard our nephew sam on it last week and your niece maddie wanted to get on the show as well maddie can you say hi Hi. <laughs> She's waving hi. All right, it doesn't count, Karen. <laughs> but you can't see that through the phone, unfortunately. She's only one, so she doesn't talk on demand. Dada. There oh. we go. She says dada. She says dada. Maddie's question for you oh. is this. Just a question. Since you guys have been going through the process for about a year now, mm-hmm. what would you tell yourselves one year ago? Like if you could go back in time oh. to one year prior, Matt and Dory, mm. and tell them one thing, oh. what would it be? Do we have to about IVF? Do we have to agree on the one thing or life, whichever one you want to comment? Okay, say bye bye. <laughs> say bye bye. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> bye. Wow! Wow! Hello, Karen. Hi, Karen. Hello, Madeline. Um, well, actually one year ago, we were not doing IVF yet. We started doing it. We did our first tests and stuff at the end of April. 
What? It's February. I know. It's 10 months. It's not exactly a year. It's close enough. I know that your sister is a lawyer and yeah. probably argue specifics. Can't I be pedantic? But. God. It's a valid question. So, what's your answer? Um, I would say it's going to cost more than you think. Yeah. That might be what I would say, too. Oh, maybe I'd say, why don't you look into shared risk? <laughs> self. <laughs> hey, self, look into shared risk. Yeah. <sighs> and I would also say, I guess I can only say one thing. It's going to take a while. That's probably actually what I'd say. Yeah. I'd say it's going to take a while. Yeah. Keep your head in the game. Yeah. Um, let's listen to one more voicemail before we go back to emails. Okay. Okay. Hey, Matt and Dory. My name is Alex. I'm 23 years old and just recently moved to New York City about four months ago. Ooh. I've been listening to Matt on the Nerdist and Feed for a couple of years now. Feeb. And heard him mention this podcast on, I want to say it was the most recent hostful. It was. Uh, in, in the last episode, Matt, I think it was Matt, mentioned <laughs> that you both met on Tinder, which I found to be interesting. True. I was wondering if you both could tell us about your first date together, and also if you may show us at the exact moment, whether it was on either that first date or subsequent dates, when you both thought, yeah, okay, I think I really like this person. Mm. All right, well, I guess I'll let you go. Uh, Dory, I just wanted to let you know that I've uh, already pre-ordered your novel. And yes! Matt, please do what you got to do, man, to get Chris and Joanna together <laughs> so that you guys can make more hostels together. Uh, it'd be very much appreciated. I'll do my best. Uh, thank you both, and good luck with everything in the future. Aww. Bye. A lovely young man. Great question. Uh, the first date, we I was working very late that night, so we went to a little bar, which and is I, a bar on La Brea, which I had was very a really close. Busy week, and so yeah, that was the only night I could hang out. To where we were both, we we're very. We lived very close. I lived on Cochrane. You lived on Poinsettia. But don't forget, we'd also had a phone call. We'd had a phone call the night before. Two nights. I think it was two nights before, and we talked for like an hour or something. We did. Yeah, you wanted the phone call. I, I know, because we had been texting. And then I was like, why don't we have a phone call? Because you know why? Because I'd been on a lot of dates. Not a lot, but I'd been on enough dates where like you had like great text banter with someone. And then you met them IRL and you were like, wah, wah. And I knew if I just talked to them on the phone that yeah. I would be like, oh, no, this, this guy is not for me. So I wanted to make sure that like... At least I felt some sort of connection with this person by voice, not yeah. just not just by text. Uh-huh. And as I recall, we had a very, very nice conversation. We had a lengthy conversation. Yeah. And then we went to a bar, a nearby bar. Called Little Bar. And we talked for a long time. We talked at the bar. I probably drank a vodka tonic or vodka soda. Probably vodka soda. I was watching my figure. I remember you walking into my courtyard to pick me up. I did walk into your courtyard to pick. Well, I was there. I mean, you can't I know. honk. You're in the back of the building. I know, but it was like very sweet. Uh huh. Um. Yeah, we went there. I kissed her at the bar, and then we went. I drove you home. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. I didn't get any. No. 
had to wait, guys. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't putting out. Um. Then I think our next date was with Karen. Yeah, just so <laughs> Karen, who you just heard, uh, she and her husband had been planning to be in town that weekend. Yeah. Oh, no. Our next date was not Karen. Our next date was Disneyland. Oh, and then Sunday was Karen. And then Karen. Saturday was Saturday Karen. Saturday was Karen. Yeah. Friday was Disneyland. Yeah. So Wednesday night, we had a date. She was busy Thursday, Friday. We ended up agreeing to do something on and Friday. The, yeah. And then, I was, and then I was like, surprise me. Yeah, and, and she had never, Dory had never been to Disneyland, so yeah. I took her to Disneyland. Which, which is really fun. Yeah. You know, it's always fun. It's Disneyland. Yeah. And then we went to dinner with your and then the, the brother-in-law next, and your sister. And then the next night, I was like, okay, I would normally never do this, but do you want to come to dinner with my sister and her husband? Very weird. But then it turned out to be great. No, but it was a weird thing to ask somebody. Yeah, I know. Who you only been on two dates with. I know. So, you're pretty weird. Um, I think you would ask me to hang out that weekend, though. Yeah, and you couldn't. You could have just said, I can't. And I would have been like, all right. I know, but in retrospect, aren't you glad you came to that And dinner? then Monday, the following Monday, you had to go to New York for the week. Yeah. And then I drove you to the airport. Yes. And then I took your car. And I had your car. Yes. And then I got your car washed because it was filthy. Yeah. And then... I remember you sent me a picture because I had a convertible. Yeah. And then we got... And we then ended I, up getting two days off that we weren't going to get off that week. Like We ended up uh, getting Thursday, Friday off, remember? what happened? And then I was like, hey, I'm going to be off Thursday, Friday. And I was like, I'll just fly to New York. Why don't I just fly to New York? And I then like I New York. got you a ticket on Frequent Flyer Miles. Because I had just been... I had just been to New York the end of february for two weeks and i was like i'll go back to new york so that was quite a we, we for the first year we were going out we were in new york for a lot of the time yeah but definitely the first month of our dating was like a whirlwind romance yep and i was like skeptical of matt's intentions she still is yeah well i just i i felt like i'd gone out with guys who who like came on really strong and then either ghosted or were sort of like, man, I'm actually dating like five other people in a way. Haven't I ghosted or turned out to be like real weirdos. And so check. Yeah. So I was definitely like, what is up with this guy? But I also at the same time was trying to allow my heart to be open and to be open to, Things that I normally would be like, ooh, like. Then we should get you the Jane Seymour designed open heart locket from K Jewelers. This episode of the podcast brought to you by K Jewelers. It's not. <laughs> I wish. wish I want that K Jewelers money. <laughs> um, Use the promo code EXCELLENT <laughs> for a free diamond encrusted duck egg. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, should we listen to one more voicemail? That then? offer is not real and not valid. Please and don't then, send me. And uh, then get back to some emails. Do you have another voice? There's or do a you third wanna... voicemail? Oh, there's there's a bunch more voicemails. Go for it. Okay. Hi, Matt and Dory. This is Emily from Philly. Um, Philly. I'm one of those listeners. I don't really have a connection to IVF other than the fact that when I was about 10 years old, my aunt and uncle, who had been planning on adopting, decided to try IVF um, by way of having... Um, their, their daughter, now daughter, but it was a funny instance where 
we didn't know as a family. And when they told us, my other aunt said, how can that happen? So I love you guys. I love the podcast. Um, Matt, I found um, out about the podcast through you on the um, hostful episode of the Nerdist podcast. Cool. Um, And I love your work on the Goldbergs. Thank you. Um, I had a question for you guys. Um, One of my favorite movies growing up was Three Men and a Baby. So what is your favorite um, movie about babies or kids? Like, do you write a dozen or anything like that? Um, And I I also wanted to say I love that it was a 413 number because um, my dad is from Springfield, Mass. So go, baby. Nice. Go, go, Pat. Um, Also, a little caveat. um, In the Goldbergs, my um, uncle actually went to school with Ruben Amaro Jr., and which is at Penn Charter, which wow. is where the Goldberg kids all go. Yep. So anyway, I love the fact that it's Penn Charter, but not really Penn Charter. And um, <laughs> my grandfather also coached at Penn Charter, and his name was Coach Mack. So I don't know if Adam F. Goldberg knows him at all or remembers him. So anyway, I really love the podcast. Keep going. It's amazing. And good luck. Thanks. Bye. That's so funny. Whoa, you got to ask Adam about Coach Mack. Coach Mack. We have Coach Meller, who's a real coach, who's played by Brian Callen. Ruben Amaro Jr., uh, is the first base coach for the Boston Red Sox currently. Oh, wow. And he is a character on our show, and he was actually just watching them film some Ruben Amaro Jr. scenes uh, yesterday. Wow. Not yesterday. Friday. It's going to be fun. Uh, thank you. Yeah, all the almost everything you see on there is um, is real. It's bananas. That is bananas. I mean, characters, not situations. Although a lot of situations. Eh, you'll see. <laughs> That's weird that she mentioned Three Men and a Baby because that movie just came wa- up the other yeah. night. We were just at a dinner party where we all talked about the ghost that's not in Three Men and a Baby. That, but that looked like a ghost. Yeah. But it's actually just a, I brought cardboard, it up, actually. a cardboard cut out of Ted Danson. Um, best movie about babies is Father of the Bride 2. Oh, wow. Um, I was going to say best movie about kids might be Home Alone. That's, I think that's the best movie with a kid in it. That's not like the best movie about kids. Hmm. You know, you could have like The Parent Trap. That's about oh, kids. Oh, I do. You know what? I love both versions of The Parent Trap. There you go. The Haley Mills and the Lindsay Lohan versions. They're yeah. both really good movies. Right. But neither are as good as Father of the Bride 2. I don't even know if I saw Father of the I Bride 2. I was like too. so in love with this Father of the Bride. What's her name? You know what movie was good, actually, is the Parenthood movie. Steve Martin also. With Martha Plimpton, too. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, the Father of the Bride, the the daughter, Steve Martin's daughter and Father of the Bride, I was like, oh my God, she's beautiful. And then just, I don't know how, the other day I stumbled on her Wikipedia page. No, it was on Brad Paisley's Wikipedia page. What? Because I was reading about all his guitars that he lost in the flood in tennessee oh that's in so nashville a lot of people lost a lot of guitars when was that uh three three years ago two years ago oh that's Remember sad. those floods not really there's been a lot of floods yeah climate change um but anyway i've like stumbled upon her they're married she's a paisley what yeah Brad really? Paisley is married to the daughter whoa and father of the you just blew my mind i blew everyone's mind isn't that cuckoo bananas it's not that cuckoo bananas. They probably run in the same circles. I don't know if That's they do. That's what Matt said to me the other day when 
I said, isn't it cuckoo that this person used to be this person's like stepmother or something? He was like, no, they probably run in the same circles. And I was like, no, it's weird. <laughs> it's Kitty Dukakis. Yeah. It was Kitty Dukakis. And Jason Chaffetz. <laughs> Jason Chaffetz's father. Used to be married to Kitty Dukakis. Yeah. That blew my mind. Yeah. Anyway, do you want to read an email? Sure. I'll uh, read an email. Okay. Should I go in order or what? Yeah, sure. I mean, we're, 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 we got to do more. We might have to do a bonus episode of this podcast to get like clear the slate. Okay. On the emails. Wait a second. I said we should do a bonus episode and you were like, no, no bonus episodes. I don't remember saying that. Mm. Whatever it was, it probably was going to cost me more work. And <laughs> so I'm going to read this email from Kayla. Uh, hello, Matt and Dory. You're not going to know what that is because you have no idea what time I stopped the recording. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Think about it. That was just for me and Dory. That was not at all for the audience. <laughs> Go on. Hello, Matt and Dory. My name is Kayla. My partner Justin and I are from Sudbury, Ontario, Canada, and frequently listen to your podcast. Truly want to thank you both for shining a light on the world that many who aren't experiencing it can better understand. Some of my dearest friends who have become more like family have been going through fertility issues lately and for what feels like an eternity, and now have recently been unsuccessful in their second attempt at IVF. As a friend, I offer my support and anything else I can do so they both know we are there for them. Most of the time, I don't want to overstep such a delicate matter, so I give them time and space. And when she's ready, I let her talk about it. She was the, str- she was the strongest support beside me through the birth of my daughter, and la- late last year, we had a son. I feel horrible. I felt horrible because it was a surprise. It was a surprise, and having to tell her I was pregnant felt like a betrayal of our friendship. Don't feel like that. It's fine. Uh, I knew it would hurt her, and that's the last thing I wanted. She was honest and shared it was hard on her, but she was genuinely happy for us. Of course she was. She's a good friend. Uh, as much as they have grown uh, a close bond with the baby, I empathize because I know her heart aches and her arms feel empty. Oof, that is a hell of a prose right there. It's truly heartbreaking because I see how badly she wants to be a mother. Through talking about the hurdles of IVF and our many conversations, I offer I have offered if they ever came to a point where surrogacy was an option, I would gladly be a surrogate for them. Uh, if it's the least I could do. Wow. So now here are my questions. Was the... Was the was this was, insensitive? Yeah, was, it was this insensitive of me to offer surrogacy? Through your experience, what could we be doing more as friends? What do you wish some of your friends would do or say? Thank you, Matt and Dory. Best wishes to you both through the trying time. You're an amazing friend. Uh, you're doing a great job. Like. That is so. That is so awesome of you to offer to be a surrogate for your friend. Like, I, I don't think it's insensitive at all. I think it's. I think it's. Oh, to offer? Yeah. You know, someone offered to us. I'd be like, thanks. <laughs> My sister said she'd give us an egg, but she wouldn't be a surrogate. <laughs> well, you know, she didn't it really enjoy being sick constantly during the no. early pregnancy there and i thought it was very generous of her to offer an egg if we ever needed it that is very generous of her especially since we've just had all these conversations with people whose siblings don't want to 
give them eggs, eggs. or sperm. Yeah. So I was very touched by that. Yeah. Uh, what can you do? What more can you do? I, you know, I think let her talk about as much as she wants to talk about it. And be aware. If she's telling you that we have an appointment, uh, like say, oh, I got to go in tomorrow. Then, you know, just send her a text that day and be like, hey, I was thinking of you, but uh hope it uh, was cool. If it wasn't cool, fuck it. <laughs> That'd be a pretty cool text to get. Well, I think the key is is letting her know that you're always there without pushing her or asking her too many questions that that feel like you're just asking them for your own like nosiness, which it doesn't sound like you're doing, but I do sometimes like sometimes when friends are because we're so open about it. Like, yeah, I feel like sometimes friends want these like very detailed, I don't know, or just like they, they want to know stuff about like how it's going. That makes me think you're just asking this out of your own, like morbid curiosity. Like what? I don't know. You have no examples of this. It just, you know what it is? I think sometimes it's, it's like, sometimes I just don't feel like talking about it. Yeah. And I don't feel like talking. Yeah. I come into work some mornings after, like, if I have to go to an appointment and I come back from an appointment um, and I get, what sucks is I get, it comes in waves because we never, we all, we never all get into the writer's room at the same time. What do you mean? Like I'll get, I usually am sitting there first just because. Because you like to be early. I like to be on time, so I'm, well, I'm not, you know, Aaron is usually there earlier than I am. I'm, like, in there first or second. Okay. And, uh, you know, someone, like, say Lauren comes in. She'll ask, how's the appointment? And I have to say, whatever it is. <laughs> and then, you know, Dan will come. It's like everybody comes in at different times. Right, and, and you have everyone to say is it asking. every time. Yeah, that's annoying. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And it's also like, what also sucks is like, if I have to leave the last, you know, couple times we went, they weren't great appointments. Yeah. And I had to leave work during the day to do them. Yeah. So then I came back. Right. And everyone wanted like a report. Everyone wanted to know how it was. And it's just like. Yeah. That's hard. I like to keep saying it's uh, still expensive. I feel like you're good at diffusing things with humor. Yeah. That's your job. That's all I do. Um, but I think what I've gotten better at is being like, you know what? I don't, I really don't feel like talking about this right now. Okay. Well, that's good. That's valid. Yeah. And sometimes I do feel like talking about it, but sometimes I don't. Mm. Um, how many more questions do we have time for? I think we have time for probably, we can go for another 10 to 15 minutes. Okay. Great. Um, well, speaking of surrogates, here's an, here's one from a surrogate. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. Hey there. I'd prefer to remain anonymous, but I wanted to give you some feedback regarding surrogacy. Just finishing up episode 11 this morning. Um, I'm currently in the process of doing an indie journey, independent, meaning that the intended parents and I are negotiating through lawyers, but with no agency involved. In regards to how surrogates are recruiters, I think she means uh, are recruited. There are a lot of ads through social media. I started to see these all the time once I started Googling surrogacy and looking at groups on Facebook. Thanks, cookies. Classic. I think it's rare for women to get cold called or recruited into surrogacy. They usually express an interest and then start to research agencies or join match groups online. Match groups are kind of an in- are, are kind of intense, like the weirdest version of Tinder imaginable. You also asked about motivation. A lot of people think it must be for the money. Although most surrogates do get paid, that is rarely pr- the primary motivation. It is not acceptable to be a surrogate if you're on government assistance. You also have to be 21 years old, have had a previous pregnancy, physically healthy, pass a psychological evaluation, and be done having your own family. The rate of compensation varies widely from being altruistic, free, to low comp, to max compensation. For me, I like being pregnant and I like delivering babies. My husband was ready to be done with two kids, so our family is complete. I'm considering caring for a friend who had severe complications after her first baby and is unable to carry another. I can't imagine anything nicer I could do for someone. And I'm most looking forward to seeing the look in their eyes when they greet their baby. I see myself as an extreme babysitter. Best wishes on your journey. Hoping for good news in 2017. It's a nine month stint of babysitting right there. Yeah. We didn't already read that email, did we? No, I've never heard that before in my life. I think because I read it a few times and I was like, wait, did we already read this? Um, that is fascinating. It Thank is you, fascinating. Surrogate for sending that to us. Um, there have been a, I think we'll probably do an interview with a surrogate at some point because a couple of people have, have gotten in touch. Um, uh, and that would be really interesting. What do you think about this uh, Nicole and Ivan from Tennessee situation? Luke Skywalker? A couple of things. First of all, I want to talk very quickly to Luke and Ivan specifically nicole and ivan i mean to nicole and ivan luke wait you haven't even read their email yet (laughs) i know but i don't know if you're following the news honey uh but there's some legislation pending in tennessee that was introduced by yes a gop congress person it was brought up in the facebook group uh so i'm just gonna let you know uh tennessee you know any constituents out there who might be hanging around thinking about uh who they feel like giving a phone call to Monday morning, you'd want to call the office of Representative Terry Lynn Weaver, a Republican from Lancaster, Tennessee. He proposed HB 1406, which is intended to repeal the current statute regarding children born through artificial insemination. Uh, A child born to a married woman has a result of artificial insemination with consent of the married woman's husband is deemed to be uh, the legitimate child of the husband and wife. This is TCA 68 3-306. However, the bill proposed by Weaver with the Senate equivalent bills, SB 1153, proposed by Senator Joey Hensley, another Republican, would repeal that statute and label the child as illegitimate despite the couple being married and both consenting. Guys. That's fucked. Call the office of Terry Lynn Weaver from Lancaster if you're in, if you're in Tennessee and Senator Joey Hensley 
Republican from Hohenwald, Tennessee, uh, call them and tell them to go fuck themselves, but nicer. Um, I mean, this really just, to me, seems like a preemptive strike at uh, gay and lesbian couples. Yeah, I think that's I think that's what it. That's all it is. That's that's definitely what it is. It's really a, like I mean, there's other shitty things they could be doing right now. It's really it's really fucked up that they would go out of their way to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, just wanted to bring that up. Thank you. Uh, so if you feel like calling Nicole and Ivan in Tennessee, maybe yeah, you should do that. You could do that. Uh, I noticed on that Twitter page the other day that your dog, Bo, uh, and our dog, Skylar, look similar. See the attached photo. Did I see the attached photo? Yeah, I showed it to yeah. you. And I don't think you thought they looked that much alike. Yeah. Uh, I was probably in a bad mood. Uh, I did a double take when I saw him and had to share. I wanted to write anyway because I have a question for you both. First, however, I want to tell you that your podcast has helped me and my husband get through uh, get out of a rut. I'm 32 and I've been trying for five years to get pregnant. I was diagnosed a year and a half ago with stage four endometriosis. I had surgery to get it removed, but it had already done too much damage to my fallopian tubes. My doctor handed us an IVF pamphlet and an adoption pamphlet and sent us on our way. We have spent a year and a half considering our options, but have done nothing because both paths seems too daunting and too expensive. Your podcast has helped us decide to at least try something. So I made a consultation appointment with an IVF doctor nearby. You encourage us merely by sharing your story, and we thank you. Okay, so now onto my question. If we're to have a son, someday my husband wants to name him Luke Sky, and our last name is Walker. Oh, boy. I said it as a joke one day, and his eyes lit up, and he's not let it go ever since. Oh, so this is on you. Uh, I feel like the kid would probably hate it, First of all, I think Luke Walker is a pretty cool name. Uh, so we want to know, what's your opinion on naming your child, your children, using highly recognizable character or celebrity names? I look forward to hearing what you think. Thank you, Nicole and Ivan. Boy, Luke Walker. Luke Walker on its own is a fucking, that's a name. Yeah, that's a strong name. It's a strong name. I don't know how much <laughs> I back up giving him the middle name of sky <sighs> first name sky skywalker pretty cool no that would not work up oh, not not working i'm getting waved off by my wife <laughs> um don't do it yeah just don't 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 set your your kid up for that like it's fine if you wanted to name him luke after luke skywalker but your last name was not walker Right. Like, that'd be cool. Like, if it was, like, Luke... Sky Sm Myra? Luke Luke Jensen. That'd be a cool name. Luke Myra. Yeah, it's not a great name, but it's a good name. But if I was, like, Luke Sky Myra, ugh. <laughs> I'd punch myself in the face. Uh. So I like a little nod to a character that you like uh, or a fictional person or a historical person that you enjoy, like a little bit of a nod. I think a heavy nod is not great. Like a... Depending like a, on the person. Like a... Yeah. Little head tilt, maybe. Like if you're... Yeah. If your last name was Bond. I don't know if you necessarily want to name him James. You couldn't do that. That would be so mean. There's a lot of James Bonds out there. 
Really? I think they get together for like a convention or something. No way. Really? Yes. That is cool. Um, Bo agrees. Yeah, Bo definitely agrees. Do you have one more voicemail? Um, well, let's, I want to read, I, I want to just read. Uh, we have time for one more thing, whatever yeah, that might be. We, well, we got an email from Dom. Cool. Let's hear from Dom. Um, if you recall, Dom has only left us voicemails so far. This is the Dom podcast. Like, yeah. I feel like Dom is like. Dom is also from Tennessee. So Dom could, Dom could also call. Dom, call. Although Dom is a felon. Well, they don't need to know that. Yeah, that's true. He's a constituent. Yep. Dom, call. All right. Hey, y'all. I hope everything is going well and on the right track. Don't get discouraged about any of the setbacks. Thank you. At the risk of sounding like a total dork, I strongly believe everything happens for a reason and that things will happen when they are meant to. Anyways, Dory, I've finally gotten around to pre-ordering your book. I've been stingy with my money lately since I quit a really crappy job and I've been looking for a new one, which is not very easy. However, I can't wait to read it and I think I'll really enjoy it. I was curious about your motivation for writing because besides game art, I'm interested in writing myself. However, anytime I start to write, I get way too into my head about it and give up thinking it's awful. I need to work on that. Matt, you're more than welcome to come to Nashville. I'd love to buy you dinner. I don't drink though, so I don't know how fun I'd be. Maybe, I don't really drink either. We're good. Maybe you can tell me why I should watch Star Trek. I've never watched it before, <laughs> even though my mother loves it. Also, I'd totally be up for playing Battlefront with you. I'm all PlayStation myself. Nice. Okay, that's enough of me blabbering. Keep up the great work, you two, on everything you do. Take care. Okay, I am going to recommend a book for Dom. It is called The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron, who used to be married to James Cameron. They're no longer married. She wrote this book called The Artist's Way that kind of is meant to like unblock you, and it sounds really corny and like new agey, and it is. But I think if you do what she says, and a lot of it has to do with like waking up and writing in longhand for 15 minutes every morning, you really will unblock yourself. So I recommend that book to get through your writer's block. And what was your motivation for writing the book yourself? Um, I, you know, I was actually kind of doing a version of that when I started writing the book. Like I just wanted to, I needed kind of my own project to work on because I wasn't doing any writing at work. And I was like, I'm going to write every morning for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then I just started writing and I had all the stuff in mind that we've talked about on previous episodes about, you know, thinking about like gender and tech. And I was like, huh, I think I have a story and I wanted to set it in New York. I wanted to tell a New York story. Yeah. So. Those were kind of my, those were kind of my motivations. Uh, Dom, email us your uh, PlayStation Gamer tag. He, he sent it to us. I just oh. didn't want to read it on the air. Cool. Yeah. No. Good. Now that I know that, uh, Dom, buckle up because I am hiatus is coming. We're almost done with season four of the Goldberg, <laughs> so I'll have plenty of time. He's gonna be playing that PlayStation all the time. Oh, I wonder if Dom has VR. I don't, can you play VR with multiplayer? I don't, I don't know. know. You can. Anyway. Anyway. That was uh, quite a podcast. Yeah. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. A lot of talking about our the origins of our relationship. Yeah, a lot of people. It was in the air. People were it wanting, was in the air. People were wanting to know. There was another email that... Asking the same asking thing. Asking the same thing. I wish, honest to God, I wish I was not as tired as I have been through this podcast because I would have probably told a much more colorful, enjoyable story. I think you told a pretty good story. It wasn't really a story. 
Or it was the it story, was story of us. It was. This is us. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. I'm the fat one. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I'm Milo Ventimiglia. He's dead. Yep. Oh. Inside, right? No, no. Oh, I don't want to be him either. Yeah, no, you can't. You could be Mandy Moore. Perfect. Yeah. Double M. Yeah, exactly. Love it. Okay. Um, Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, as a reminder, you can email us at Dory and Matt or Matt and Dory at Gmail. You can call us 413-461-BABY. Um, we heard from a couple of people whose names we read out loud last week, the donors. Uh, oh. <laughs> about their, uh, their professions? professions. Yeah. One One woman said, you weren't that far off cool yeah um but yeah if you if you also want to donate and if have you would like to donate Matt and have up. me decide what you do based only on your name it's the only information i will have you can find out information on how to do that at our website dorianmatt.com um there's a donate link and you know we we would greatly appreciate any any and all donations um and yeah i think that's i think that's about it Yes, we would appreciate donations. And you can join Especially our Facebook through group. April when I won't be working. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, join the Facebook group. Have a good time there. Just be cool to each other. Yeah. It's an excellent adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, excellent adventure. On Facebook. Facebook.com slash group slash excellent adventure. Um, can't wait for those Facebook threads about how I said I was the fat one oh, honey. or something. I don't know. I'm just, I'm sure I said something wrong. Uh, cool. We'll see you guys next week. Well, you won't see us. I know. You'll we'll hear talk us. To them. We'll talk at you. You could talk to us if you call oh, the phone happy, number. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. It kind of is appropriate that we talked about the origin it's of a our relationship. bullshit holiday. Don't celebrate it. Just, Tell your significant other you love them. And if you're not with a significant other, don't love worry yourself. about it. Love yourself. You do you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Bye. Bye.